You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on The Cool Games, we are discussing all the wild transfer news uh, happening in NWSL, happening in MLS. Mark McKenzie, Mallory Pugh, all these trades, uh, and Matarita going to FC Cincinnati. That's right. Plus, we're talking about who has better youngsters, France or USA, and it's tighter than you think. We look back over 2020, and we talk about how messy 2020 was and how messy uh, MLS about to be, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. That and more today on The Cool again. What's up, guys? Landon Donovan here, and I got to kick it with the Cooligans today. Keep following, keep listening, keep watching. See you guys soon. Yeah, baby! 2020 is almost over! <laughs> yep, and things are going to be better immediately. That's how it works. Right? It's what you <laughs> promised. Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome to another uh, podcast exclusive episode of The Cooligans. Ah, that's it. No TV show. We don't need it. You know what? (laughs) We got you guys. That's all that matters. (laughs) Uh, So hello. Uh, My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. All right. We are your favorite stand-up comedians that host the funniest soccer show. That has ever existed. Yeah, yeah. We also happen to be the gulliest, but you already know that. We've been saying it for how many years now? You should know I mean, that. Uh, I, should I know that? Or are you telling the, uh, the listener that they should know that? No, not you. I mean, of course, <laughs> well, actually, you know what? You should know it, too, because you're here every week. You're like one well, of the best listeners, Christian. Someone <laughs> did ask, when did we start saying the word gully? What is gully? Like, it happens from time to time when we have a, like, a newer listener that hasn't been uh, with us for We for were at years. the radio station already, weren't we? We were. This is definitely when we were still recording from your apartment. Uh, oh, you think so? Yes, a hundred percent. It was. Um, I, I, I was actually oh, looking. Oh, rare rant started at the radio station. Yes, it did. The we were at. Uh, this this was in twenty. I was actually looking for it because someone did ask, and I and I was like going through episode by episode of like it, it was sometime in twenty seventeen. Uh, we. I saw. I can find episodes where we say it, where we start the intro, but I can't find the exact one where we disc- where we said the word gully and then and then kept going with it. I, I can only find when we started doing the intro. So uh, little by little, I think we'll we'll get it, but I can't find that exact moment. That's crazy. You're actually listening to old episodes, trying to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if anybody is listening to this and knows, because there are people who have. Uh, gone through the entire catalog, and uh, we we're, we've done over, I mean, like three hundred and fifty episodes, something like that. Uh, yeah, even though but, uh, what we're at like number what is this two eighty? This is two eighty of far the, as the every, main Wednesday episode. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah, of every Wednesday, but we've done so you know much more than that, uh, like special episodes. But essentially, we've gone two hundred and eighty weeks consecutively. Uh, and, but I can't find that exact moment where we started saying, uh, gully. I just, you know, I just want to, you know, for the archives, really, you know, we should the- know the date a hundred percent. Like that's yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's like, uh, Hey, when did, when's your birthday? I gotta be honest. We didn't keep track. You know, <laughs> one day I wasn't here. Next thing you know, uh, it's birthday cake. Well, know? that reminds me like my, my brother, my brother's birthday is October 19th, but, uh, he was born in Dominican Republic, which is the, the, the October 19th is a date. His birth certificate was issued, not the day he was actually born. Right. So who cares? So, my, <laughs> so his birthday was at probably about like two weeks earlier, but we that's we we don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, you know, is he my brother's the Freddie Adu of uh, right. of my family. You know, I mean, let's just say it is okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the day we celebrate. Why are you asking so many questions? <laughs> okay, my, my Grant Wall's gonna do a seven part series on my brother's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Almonte shows up, and he's like, I know exactly what he's going through. Uh, but no, man. Uh, look, we're excited uh, to uh, be with you today. Obviously, this is the last uh, uh, episode of uh, 2020. And, um, uh, you know, we did I, it. Oh, we somehow got through this year. <laughs> I, you know, I thought, it. you know, in in, uh, in February and you can you can listen to the show 
uh, in like January and February when we're talking about like, uh, oh, did you hear about the news in Wuhan? Oh, yeah. look at that craziness going on in, in China. Good thing <laughs> it ain't happening here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If we only knew, you know, um, I remember like, all- whatever, we'll be back in the studio in two weeks. Remember when we said that? <laughs> whatever. Two, three weeks. Yeah. Uh, no, so it's, it, it's been um, I mean, this is this has been the longest two, three weeks in my life. I'll be honest. You know what? These two, three weeks have felt like two three years <laughs> <laughs> so uh look it's been uh look you uh, you might hear the police sirens out there i it's, do a uh, little bit for sure <laughs> okay it's, it's it's been a crazy year not only i mean we're, we're going to um uh, you know, recap the year a little bit, maybe reminisce. Uh, I don't know, you know, as far as the the very minuscule positives that, that we did have. We'll talk about uh, soccer, what soccer looked like this year. The, the you know, and even for us, like w- there there have been comedians in, uh, you know, just in our industry that when this pandemic hit, it was like, yo, things, I don't know what I'm going to do to feed my family mm-hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> and and even well we mentioned this before when we started a soccer podcast uh you know the other people in the comedy world were like what a waste of time i mean you guys yeah, what are you do- doing you know, <laughs> have you thought about you know origami just for something <laughs> else to take your time up and what what ended up happening was soccer in 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 some miraculous way saved our lives i mean yeah. there's no other real way to put it i mean soccer without soccer without the soccer community uh without you we, guys listening <laughs> yeah we wouldn't be able to to pay our rent we wouldn't be able to survive we wouldn't be able to do anything yeah uh, could and, you imagine and, if covid would have happened a year earlier if it was covid 18 Oh, boy. I'd be living oh. with you. <laughs> You'd be single. So would I. I'd be living with you. There'd be no nutmeg. Uh, and these and these episodes would be very tense. <laughs> okay. Literally, the la- you, uh, the background noise would be the landlord banging on the door. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't. I put a mattress and a couch in front of it. Okay? So you ain't coming in. Yeah, dude. Uh, I mean, did you'd be like, look, you pull up the eviction moratorium on your phone. Like, uh-huh. you can't do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, that's my phone. All right. Well, I found it. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. So, look, there, there's a lot we, uh, you know, there's, obviously there's been a lot of pain, a lot of suffering. There's, we've Very much gone so. through, uh, even in our personal lives, we've dealt with so yeah. much absolute grief and sadness and loss. And, and I know people listening have uh, dealt with the same exact thing. Um, but but you know, we, we we're trying to find the, the positives where where they are, and the fact that we were able to continue to do what we are doing, um, and and be and still able to survive doing uh, doing comedy and doing comedy for soccer fans is, is something that we don't take uh, for granted. No, uh, and you so- know what? We also don't take for granted when people have been sending us messages like the last few weeks, just saying yeah. thanks for everything you did this year, and I can't repay you for taking my mind off of stuff. Which for us, it's 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 such a catch. It's like a it's like a double edged sword because we're we're doing this hoping you laugh, but it's because we need to make people laugh. So it's kind of dope <laughs> that you're yeah. enjoying it as much as you are. Yeah, very much so. So uh, look, I mean, we, we we can get as sappy as possible. Uh, oh, and I will. <laughs> <laughs> right? You you ever hear heard two grown men crying on a podcast? Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it's about to happen. You sure it's uh, about soccer? <laughs> I said, homie, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, why we got to do this over a Zoom call, right? bro? <laughs> Good thing I got this cardboard cutout here. <laughs> I want to be holding you right now, fam. <laughs> so, uh so look, yeah, look, you know, we're we uh in, in back in 2021, we'll we'll try to, you know, do uh continue to do what we're doing, uh kind of push this further, uh kind of you know, just grow. I I was watching um the uh, our friend Andrew Schultz, who has a Netflix special out yeah. right now, he was uh, doing another show. He made a, a, a joke about at the beginning of the pandemic how he felt that he was going to win the pandemic, which sounds awful, right? Which sounds like uh, you know somebody who's who's hoarding uh, you know uh, hand sanitizer, you know, right? I mean? Being like, <laughs> now's my time. <laughs> but there is a thing that that ha- sort of happened this year, and and we're you know we're simply just glad that. We are on in a position where we were where something, uh, uh, you know, terrible happened. But the fact that 
what our job is was still valuable and useful to people to the point where uh, they appreciated appreciated uh, and it was able to to take them away from like the terrible things that they may have been going through. Because at this point, if you're listening to this, there's, a, there's almost no way you don't know you didn't have COVID or know someone that had it or, or passed away from it. Like that's it. You, you, we, it's all touched us in, in some way. And, and I highly fa- doubt we have any anti-maskers listening, right? There's, <laughs> I don't think anyone is like, what are they talking about? It's a hoax, man. <laughs> I don't think anyone is listening saying that. Imagine we like we really crossed all demos that way, you know? Like <laughs> what do they like about us? <laughs> oh man. So, uh yeah, look, it, it, we're going to keep pushing forward in in 2021. We got to, you know, obviously say thank you to the the Gully Squad for for uh, supporting us. Again, we uh we would we wouldn't be where we are without uh without your support. So, uh, we're just going to keep this uh, bumping uh, in 2021. And obviously, hopefully, uh, you know, vaccine, the vaccine hits. Yeah, uh, we all good. We're back in different cities. We're doing stand up. We're going to games. We're going to hang out with supporters groups. We're, we're making we're... out with anybody who wants to make <laughs> out with us when that vaccine. Hits. OK, but only if you support soccer. That's I... it. <laughs> I'm going to ask you to explain the offside rule and best believe we tugging you down if you get it. OK. Yeah, and if you want to make out with masks on, we'll make out with masks on. Okay? Hey, We're not trying yo. to rush anything to Bro, anybody. I'm bringing a piece of plexiglass with me. We're going jail style. <laughs> okay. You're holding the phone right through. <laughs> so we can hear each other. You right? know what I mean? Our lip smacking. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's talk about what's going on this uh, this off season in American soccer. There's already been a bunch of uh, uh, wild uh, either moves, uh, free agency. It's been a hell of a damn year, man. And the end of the year is just dialed up to full 2020. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's and it's been like uh, you know, I, it it makes me feel, especially with Concacaf Champions League, it should always be after the season now right it feels like an uh like you know you you have the it's dessert after a great meal (laughs) that's that's exactly that's exactly it should be it it, there should be um you know i guess i guess it should be like uh, like uefa champions league where the the champions league runs concurrently with the regular season and then the final is the last thing I guess the thing that would suck is at the playoffs, right? The, it, it, you would you would be playing, so you should have the group stage during the regular during the season, regular season, break the bracket, during the playoffs, but you break for the final. The final happens like a month out because uh, don't forget, no. no, don't forget, like a lot of the, especially Mexico, has to have the ending of their apertura, so they probably want a little bit of a yeah. gap there too. I think it, it it could work. I think it would work a little bit better that way. Obviously, for for teams that are in the playoffs, it, it adds a different. Um, kind of wrinkle uh for the mls teams but the 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 apertura teams would have the same kind of issue as well um i would i would be for it there was just something it felt like oh mls cup is over and then like boom we're ready getting started it's like all right this is like this other thing Um, champions league takes a big a big break too i mean i don't understand why we can't that's right it takes like a two-month break from uh the group stage to the knockout round so i look i'm just saying it might work it might work anyway I was talking. Uh, I was talking to a, a a an MLS employee, like an exec of one of the teams. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say who. You John know I mean? Barber, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of a Bob Nashville Sporting <laughs> Soccer Club? It's a real guy. Uh, I didn't know it was named after a person. Um, actually, hey, shouts to uh, Nashville. Uh, stay strong, everybody out there. Um, which I'm gonna call it. No, I was talking to him, and, and they were basically just reiterating the fact that. Uh, Champions League was wild and you know he he or she was sort of lamenting about the fact that uh, it's not made as big a deal uh, as as uh, UEFA Champions League is in Europe and I was like yeah you know it's a little different <laughs> I mean you know mm-hmm. uh, UEFA Champions League has like an anthem you know and all that yeah CONCACAF Champions League sometimes doesn't have locker rooms you know what I mean <laughs> it's a little different yeah. but like I, in that conversation I realized that's kind of what makes it great you know what I mean yeah, but it still needs to be more popular, right? I it mean, does, but I think yeah. that's. I think I think there's, and this is with all soccer, but I think there's a higher. I mean, it's already as popular as it can be in the Latin American countries that take part in it, right? Yeah, yeah. I they think really it care will. About it. The bigger potential is to make it popular here in this country. 
Yeah. And, so and, and the more MLS clubs take it more seriously and, and promote it more, the bigger it will be overall. Well, I think that's the job. I, I, MLS does their best to promote it. Um, I, I think they're doing everything they can. I, I mean, it's, it's not a, it, their entity, so they're not, you know. Yeah. I think it's U.S. soccer's uh, responsibility to to get more people uh, aware of of the Champions League. Like the main thing is when your club is playing your Champions League, yo, your Twitter's popping for you in your yeah. timeline. Everybody's having a great time. But if your team is not there, then you either you don't even know that there there might be a game. You may you know it. It what what should happen? I mean, and I know MLS clubs hate this when they when they have to promote a playoff game or an MLS Cup final in a game that they're not in. Yeah. Right? Like the other clubs are like, oh, they find us some silly joke to make out of like, well, they told us to post this. We're just doing our job. Right, right, right. I'm here <laughs> just so I don't get fined. Which at the end of the day, it's like, who cares? Do it. Yeah, That's yeah, actually yeah. funnier, you know? And so it, it might be useful if the clubs themselves could could promote the other. I mean, again, this will drive teams cra- like fan bases crazy. But I'm just saying, I'm just you know brainstorming here of like finding other ways to get uh, uh if your if your team is not involved right what, you know give a reason to watch the team that's, i can't imagine weird. portland going all in on promoting <laughs> seattle's uh, champions Think, league watch seattle take on olympia we're yeah. just we're just fans of the league today yeah, we're just <laughs> hoping somebody wins <laughs> Okay, um, so the uh, uh, so a couple of things. Uh, let, let, let's talk about uh, you know this uh, happened uh, just a couple moments ago. Um, let's start with Philadelphia Union. Mark McKenzie uh, announced that he sold. He's going to be going to Genk, uh, and this is Belgium. Where, where is he going? Oh yeah, Genk is a Belgium. It's called okay. Genk, dude. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> it's either that uh, or he's gang, he's gang. being hit. Gang, gang. He's, he's being traded to a strain of weed. <laughs> You know I got that gank, my dude. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> you got you to gotta make that noise after you say gank all the yeah. time. Yeah, he's going to gank. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good um, uh, sound effect for... Thank you, um, dude. <laughs> you're like the dude from Police Academy. <laughs> yes, I'm, just, I'm there to make noises on the podcast. I am an 808 machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of an ASMR podcast now. Uh, sock ain't hitting like it used to. Uh, but no, he's getting uh, Philadelphia Union will be getting. Uh, uh, so the deals is suggested in the region of six million dollars uh, plus performance based incentives. This was reported by uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer's Jonathan Tanawald, um, and and we all knew he was gonna go, gonna go, especially after yeah. Brendan Aronson. Uh, and they had uh, made offers of around four million that the owners turned down. So yeah. Yeah. You know, it was just the time whether they would match I'm, the number I, that they wanted. Look, uh, Philadelphia Union wants a Porter Shield. Mark McKenzie, on, on top of that, I think, you know, with, with all the buzz, all the transfer uh, rumors uh, surrounding him, he chose a great time, especially for the Philadelphia Union, to like, I think he scored two goals, had a great, just like, just defensively. He, Homie he had a contract year. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll, look, he told the Philadelphia Union, he's like, I'm going to get you paid, paid. Yeah, okay? yeah. Watch what I do. <laughs> we both about to make ends right <laughs> And uh And he had an absolutely uh, great year. You know, I, I voted for him for uh, Defender of the Year. As did I. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, so, you know, he, 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 he right did Right behind well. Breck Shea. For me, <laughs> okay, yeah, but, you know, because you, you watch the league, all right? You Some know. people don't really, but you do. Right? I you pay attention. <laughs> I see between the lines. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, no, huge. The Philadelphia Union are in a have really um, turned things around as far as like. Um, look, just kind of disappointing years from not making the playoffs. This, this, there's a lot kind of at stake when it comes to, uh, and we when we talk about like Jim Curtin and and defensive, uh, like just philosophies on on how the how the game should be played. Right, that's why you hire any particular coach. But there's another thing that happens where you know for a for a team like Philadelphia Union, which didn't really want to spend a lot of money. Uh, the fact that they believed in Jim Curtin really focused on the, this homegrown philosophy and bringing up players to their academy. The, their their owner is also paying attention to well, how much is this coach making me? Right, it's almost right. like a salesman, right? Mm-hmm. And so, from as a business, from a business perspective, the, the the owner has to have even more 
uh, was it Jay Sugarman, right? Has to have even more. <laughs> Faith. He wants that sugar, man. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that sweet stuff, baby. You know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get paid. I need to wet my beak a little bit. You know what I mean? Okay, perfect. Just name for like a billionaire, right? <laughs> perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but the fact that uh, that not only is are they playing well, but they're also bringing in money. Mm-hmm. I, it, you, it has to put. But that's their the, system, right? Because they're like, look, yeah. we ain't gonna go and spend it. We're going to develop our youth so that we make the money. And then what you going to do with that money? He's like, "Uh uh-huh. And like, well, that doesn't really answer the question. (laughs) What are you going to do with the money? And he's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Sugarman. Why why can't you stop licking your lips? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is that a, what's that noise? Is that a a machine, a cash accounting machine? (laughs) Uh, Maybe, you know. Uh, And why do you want to be called LL Cool J Sugarman? Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Also, you want us to spell it sugar, comma, space, man, now? <laughs> okay. I didn't realize you were getting into dance hall. All right. <laughs> Sugarman. <laughs> Homie, I pimp cup. I haven't seen you since the early 2000s. But I got to be honest, it works for you. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen someone hold a pimp cup and wear pleated pants. Yeah, this is interesting. <laughs> so you're eating spaghetti off of the, the supporter shield? <laughs> <laughs> so uh look props to the philadelphia unit they're doing um it's good business uh you know so they uh i, I and brendan Arrington going to to salzburg um I, he got four million right i think uh it was uh, the number something around that um but the problem is who are they going to get to replace it i mean they're going to have money right they get to keep 100 percent of brendan Aronson because he's homegrown yeah i don't think right, mark, so mark mckenzie he oh is, is also he homegrown. oh yeah, so yeah. they got money money now yeah, yeah. Um, and, well, um, B- Brendan Arrington's brother uh, got brought up to the first team. So I tell the uncle Aaron- to put <laughs> some boots on my team. <laughs> an Arrington replacement, they'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, um, and, uh, look, if, if they are already putting out talent like this, you can imagine what's, uh, what's coming up uh, behind the, the players that are there now. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We just want to break up with a word from one of our sponsors, us and you. That's right, Gully Squad. Uh, I mean, Gully Squad. I mean, the last during quarantine, how has Gully Squad has not only become a just a, a dope soccer community, but it's becoming a vital space for my emotional well being. Okay? <laughs> yes, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have anyone to talk to a lot of the time, and also I would not know what an apple crisp is. <laughs> okay, yeah, we are. This, there's so much uh, communication and. And sharing of food, uh, well, you know, it's it's you know that, that I don't really dwell in that channel too much. No, you're not allowed to. Your girl can see it on your face that you're looking at food. She goes through my phone not to look for like texts from other girls. She's just looking yeah, she's at, like booty pick, booty pick, booty pick sandwich. Sam, what is this? How dare you, you betray me like this? She's messaging me home wrecker. <laughs> Uh, but no, uh, Gully Squad is obviously the, the you know it, essentially the the, the Cooligans community uh, of people that are fans of soccer, fans of comedy, fans of food, fans uh, of pizza. Uh, it's an opportunity to help uh, support uh, the, the content that we put out, help us put out more content uh, that we can deliver to the masses, and also get some exclusive content uh, for yourself. So there's a, a bunch of really cool things going on in there. We have an amazing uh, uh, Slack channel that may or may not exist. Who knows? Hey. Uh, even though we just talked about it. Exactly, but, you know, it's vague. It's very vague. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, so you can join at, at, at any level. You can join. Uh, you can give, uh, like, five bucks, ten bucks. You can give more. If you give more, there's more perks involved, like, uh, you know, merch and, and, and a pin and stickers and different things like that. So uh, it's if you're a fan of soccer, uh, if you're a fan of comedy, we highly recommend you joining. Uh, and it, it definitely helps the show grow uh, so we can do a bunch of other fun things, you know, in 2021 when we can finally travel we can be able, be able to go do live shows and do live events and do a lot of other things like that so uh plus you get some really exclusive stuff like when we release the uh the pins you get a pin for joining that's right when we release the pop socket you got a pop socket for joining stuff like that so there's a lot of really good exclusive stuff it's not just being a part of the uh you know slack channel that may or may not exist but trust me that's a dope part of it very much so so uh, go to soccercooligans.com and click on the join gully squad button now Another interesting one, I believe, 
um, uh, Brian Reynolds, right, from FC Dallas. Is that confirmed? Did that, did that actually happen? It's not happen? confirmed, but, not, but the rumor I'm also hearing is that Juve wants him. Bruh. For over $9 million. FC now. Dallas is just sending people to Juve left and right. <laughs> so this would be pretty crazy. Uh, that, that, there's been a lot of rumors of what um, team he might go to. Um, and, and it's, it, it, it's wild given um, the, the, uh, he's only played like a couple games. It, it just, I, I don't know exactly how it works with like just having an eye for talent and then also waiting till players have a bunch of experience. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay. is it an eye for talent or is it just a wealth of kids in Texas? You know what I mean? Clearly, they're good at developing players. That's not the yeah. issue. But are they at an advantage over a smaller market? Yeah. The um, what are Brian Reynolds to Juve for ten million? Like, so these are rumors. Again, I'm 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 hearing see Brian Reynolds to Juve for ten million. Uh, would just be nuts. Uh, so, but it, it's interesting because he's he's a, a good player. I I I think I've only really watched maybe about two or three FC Dallas games, and and I haven't necessarily maybe my eye for the game is not as uh you know insightful as as others right i I watch him i'm like he's he's definitely he holds his own and he clearly is a young guy and for him to be to to be that comfortable uh, well this is why you and i are not scouts we can't look at a kid and go this kid's gonna be a star we're like i don't know he looked good though (laughs) he looked looked all right okay i pass him the ball i don't know what to tell you what's his fifa card like you know it's not that great i think he should just stay at this team you know what send him back to the academy i don't know what i'm doing honestly you want to know if he's good or not who's he know who's in your contact list (laughs) who you dming you know what i mean and then i'll okay you you know (laughs) so um uh so that would that would be another huge uh uh you know another rumor i heard was uh, apparently, Weston McKenney is getting interest. All right, he's obviously on loan to Juve, um, but he's getting interest from Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, please don't do it to me, <laughs> <laughs> huh? You already did it with Dempsey. You hear me? <laughs> please don't do it to me. Uh, so I think at the at the end of his loan, there might be a couple. Uh, I I don't know if Juve has the first option to buy. Um, I mean, I, I don't know the details of the of the deal, but I'm pretty I'm, sure where Schalke is. They're like, please buy please. the contract of Weston McKenney. <laughs> OK, because we're going to be in two Bundesliga real soon. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's not going to want to come back. No, we need that money. Um, So uh, a lot of big, uh, uh, you know, I, this is uh, this is a fun time. It's obviously silly season for, uh, for, you know, during the off season. Speaking of which, there was a uh, rising ballers, which is like this group of um, folks out of England who uh, kids that maybe grew up in in a rough situation and maybe got booted out of soccer academies because of uh, mistakes they made when they were younger or they just simply got dropped out of soccer. This is like a place for them to go. It's a bit of a YouTube channel, but they also develop you back to try to get become get professional contracts, uh, which is really cool. Shouts to uh, uh, Rising Ballers out in England. Um, But they put this. So they're doing this whole bracket system of who's got the best young players. Mm -hmm. And right now... USA has made it to the semifinals and they're up against France. So oh France has, I don't know Hannibal MJ. If you saw this picture, you know who he is, but they have Gunduzi. Uh, they have Upa Meccano from uh, RB, uh, RB Leipzig. They got uh, Musa, Musa Dembele. They got um, Saliba. They got Kamavinga, uh, Mbappe. They got this guy named Diaby. Uh, he's not in there, but they got Ryan Cherky. Ch- uh, who I believe plays in France, and Alchichi, who's the goalkeeper, I believe. I'm not sure about that. But those those are like two or three players I don't know of offhand. But they're up against Timothy Weah, Tyler Adams, Christian Pulisic, uh, Conrad De La Fuente, Sergio Dest. Uh, uh, um, Ledesma's in there, Giorena, Yunus Musa, and who's this other kid? I can't remember who goes by. Chris Richards. Chris Richards. So... Looking at that, just at that, in the in other words, if you comment, one comment is a win, is a vote, and obviously because of the power of U.S. social media, U.S. Mm-hmm. is winning at the moment. But if okay. it wasn't for Mbappe, this is an easy win for U.S. No. Um. Hmm. Think about it, Serginio Des and Conrad De La Fuente. 
They're at Barca. Tyler Adams playing in the Champions League. Timo, Timo Weah looking good again. Pulisic, 73 yeah, million. Yeah, I would say that the uh, like you remove Mbappe from here, the 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 bigger players like or or the the, the American players that are playing at bigger uh you know, more storied clubs we have players playing in better clubs than than this group of, of French players. Gondosi is in Hertha Berlin. Yeah. Uh, some Saliba of these guys can't are, even get on the field for Arsenal. Yeah, but I don't some know of these the guys are, are in Ligue 1. Um, Upa Meccano plays with Tyler Adams, so they cancel each other out. But yeah, Mbappe, Gamavinga is incredible too. I'm not, I'm not taking it away. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I think it's a win for U.S., I think I, I think the median it's close. Just it is like close. a little bit. It's, it yeah. is close. Again, if Mbappe wasn't there, easy win for the U.S. With it Mbappe, lo- the median sticks with it. Stays with the U.S. If we yeah. say who out of these has the best players, Mbappe without a question. But that's yeah. not the question: is who has the best group group of youngsters yeah. right now? Yeah, I mean, look, just uh, Pulisic, Gio Reyna, and Dest alone. And you Done. can even maybe Yunus Musa a little bit too. But those just those three, um, Conrad De La Fuente hasn't gotten that many minutes with Barca. But uh, Serginho Dest is like a part still of Ronald Koeman's plans. Yeah, no, and he's like part of the plans. I mean, he's uh, I just also read... Weston McKinney's not even in this. That is true. Weston McKinney's not even in there. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I did see that um, that Serginho Dest. Uh, I read that he is um, the second. Uh, he's like the second or third leading. Dribbler for mo- he has most dribbles at Barcelona, which is unreal to hear an American player. Yeah, is like he's literally behind Messi and uh, whoever else. Touches <laughs> yeah, the ball. yeah, another <laughs> you know, big name, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. another, another non American. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is an interesting, uh, but the, the fact that we can even have this debate and it's like difficult to answer is says a lot about where. Where the the U.S. men's national team, which uh, to me really is, is the point. That's the point right yeah. there. Is go back two years ago, the U.S. not even qualifying for uh, the World Cup, and you and I are sitting here saying, and on these microphones, much cheaper microphones, but on these microphones, <laughs> saying, "Yo, this is it. The U.S. is done." Yada yada yada. And thank God they've been developing these incredible players, and thank God that these these folks have. Parents who knew how to play soccer and taught him how to play well. In the case of <laughs> Pulisic, uh, Timothy Weah, and Gio Reyna, but all and uh, but also just incredible development that some of these players have gotten. And these are all European-based players. Yeah, and only two of them are like you know the dual national, where uh, we're like, ah, are they even really like would they qualify as American if it yeah. wasn't for that rule? No, that's only two of these players. <laughs> Well, Yunus Musa, it'd be interesting. Uh, I mean, he st- he still hasn't uh, been capped, um, but it, it's if, if he's in if, if if he's in the group. Yeah, I look the the team. Not only is uh, you know does it get uh, a, 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 you know U.S. men's national team fans kind of happy and just excited, but <clears throat> they'll be good. They'll be really good. I mean, like without you know just hoping and, and you know the american way and play with a lot of heart because you know the other teams are are tactically and technically always better than us this would be like no we can just we can hold our own uh on any given day with, with which with some of these you know these top nations in the world doesn't that give you so much more confidence heading into international competitions the fact that we're competing with the youngsters of the world cup winners even if we were to lose, that's a squeaker. And it's literally only because of Mbappe. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So hopefully some hope, uh, you know, uh, is, uh, is coming in, uh, in 2021. Um, the, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about uh, real quick, and, and, and at least some NWSL news, this was uh, pretty huge. Um, Mallory Pugh, who, who's been on our show, mm-hmm. uh, check out our episode uh, with her, uh, U.S. Women's National Team uh, World Cup winner. Uh, she has been traded from Sky, Sky Blue to the Chicago Red Stars uh, in a surprising move, I think, because she it was a big deal. She got uh, she got traded to Sky Blue um, uh, during the the NWSL draft, 
And, uh, you know, we had Elise LeHue on our show talking about it and all the moves that, that were made. But apparently, um, for the re- I, I don't know the exact reasons, but it did not work out. Maybe she didn't want to live in, uh, in New Jersey. Uh, not sure. Uh, it didn't she is- come across as she was unhappy. No, but she did. So uh, did she not? She, I know she was dealing with an injury. Did she not play at all for Sky Blue? I don't I, think she played in the. I know she didn't play in the Challenge Cup. She but did, I, yeah, she she did not play in that because she she opted out, I believe. Right, or, and or I don't know if she was injured, um, but she did not play. And but she, but she was she in co- Atlanta, and I don't think she ever went to New Jersey. You know, I think really? she stayed in Atlanta. Yeah, I think she stayed in Atlanta. Okay. I don't. See, I don't know the details, but look, it didn't. Um, it didn't work out. So unfortunate. Obviously, yeah, she, she played left. zero appearances for Sky Blue. Yeah, she went um, from the Washington Spirit, mm-hmm. and uh, look, I hope she kind of finds. She's super young, right? She didn't go to college. Uh, uh, she she opted out. She got drafted. I mean, she, uh, she's twenty three. Uh, I mean, but a missing super- a season at this time is rough. Yeah, she's a, a, a supreme uh, talent, and uh, you know, uh, I hope. It with with the Red Stars, I don't see how it can't work out. I think the Red Stars had issues uh, after Sam Kerr left uh, to Chelsea. She, the, the Red Stars had issues scoring goals, and and um, you know defensively, I think they were they were they did what they needed to do, especially to get to the final of the uh, Challenge Cup. But we saw them at the NWSL final uh, against the Courage, and they uh, got absolutely smacked. Uh, and and in the Challenge Cup, they they couldn't really figure anything out in the final either. Um, so this will definitely help with that. She's obviously joining Julie Ertz, um, Alyssa Nair. Uh, Morgan Gautrat or Morgan Bryan, if you remember from uh, the World Cup as well, and Tina Davidson. So it, it, she's got a, she's got a hell of a team. team. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a strong team. I'm wondering what's going to happen with the Sky Blue though, because they have Carly Lloyd, but she's you know she's getting older. Uh, Mallory P was supposed to be the young forward, young attacking options. Um, Young attacking option, and they 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 got to figure something out because uh, the, the 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 rebuild and the and uh, for for Sky Blue has been incredible. Uh, moving to Rebel Arena uh, and and having that sense of like it felt like 2020 really sucked for a lot of NWSL teams in particular because it was supposed to be this like you know after the World Cup and right. the new season and we're all we're going to do so much you know we were at the NWSL draft in in January and it felt like yo this is going to be the year and it and good things did happen as far as like viewership and Yeah and no they definitely that, bubbled right like yeah. more people are paying attention to it it's you know more people are even just when people are saying like shouts to the NBA for being the first to do a bubble and everyone's like, you know, it's not even yeah. just saying like, yo, MLS was here. People are like, yo, NWSL did it first. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so people aren't giving them credit and and all credit that they deserve. And it does feel like there is a post-World Cup uh, bump, even though, you know, uh, the yeah. um, COVID took that away a little bit without the in-person appearances. But at the end of the day, it does seem like, uh, you know, progress is made. You just feel bad for Sky Blue because things were looking so good after that horrific draft where players didn't want to play and yeah, yeah. all the news was negative and they seemed like they worked their way out of that. And now you have a big name player never making an appearance, you know, it just, it, there's a, there's a negative feeling to it, this trade um, yeah. when there probably shouldn't be, maybe, you know, you never know. The problem is with NWSL too. It's like, it's not like you could go out into the international market. Like if you're a big name, you're probably already here. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll, and we'll see the, um, what happens with some of the players that are in Europe playing now. Um, you know, whether they choose to come back to NWSL. I know Alex Morgan, she's, she's done, uh, playing at, at Tottenham. She's going back most likely to the Orlando pride. Um, uh, so who knows? I mean, there there could be a lot of uh, moves uh, left, uh, or and you can imagine that some players are still going to stay and, and play another uh, season, probably in, in England. I wouldn't be surprised, especially if you have players that maybe are thinking about coming back and wanting to play for Angel City. You know what I mean? Yeah. You stay out there another another season or two. You know what I mean? And put yeah. yourself in a position to come back to that team, as opposed to have to like figure out how to be traded or something like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, best of luck to Mallory Pugh. 
uh yeah it would have been cool to see her play for for sky blue yeah uh, you know so, someone in cloud nine had a chance for her and they're like damn it you know? damn i can't even <laughs> use it yeah right. <laughs> i'm gonna have to reword it to be negative about Mallory, Mallory <laughs> Pugh. this damn is gonna it. be challenging <laughs> no we hate you we hate you we hate you and everywhere you go we don't want to follow don't want to follow <laughs> okay i think it works I you know works. i don't know you know it feels like maybe I'm, I'm forcing it but it feels good it feels good to just get it off my chest <laughs> Um, okay, a couple other uh, 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 bit bit of uh, moves. I mean, this was another huge one. Last week we talked about Alex Ring of, of NYCFC yeah. uh, uh, going, and then also it was announced Brad Stuver, whose contract was not picked up by NYCFC. He's also gone to to Austin FC. Right, um, big loss and- in the locker room, but you know he was the third string keeper. I think he really only played in the U.S. Open Cup. But second, uh, second string, second string. Was he second string? Okay, second yeah. string. But yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, you got Sean Johnson in front of you, who's a bit of a, a bit of an Iron Man. That guy doesn't really uh, get yeah. injured too often, so uh, tough to play behind him. But everyone loved him. Everyone at the club loved him. Uh, yeah. We've had great opportunities, uh, great times chatting with him. He's just a great dude all around. So I wish for him the best in uh, in in um, Austin. But the list of free agents, I mean, you know. Well, before before that, like, so our NYCFC did make another huge move. That's right. <laughs> they, they sent um, Matarrita, uh, Ronald Matarrita, uh, the Costa Rican, uh, to uh, FC Cincinnati for six hundred uh, k in, uh, in in allocation money. Um, yeah, what are we doing with all this allocation money? We got so much. At this point, we got one point eight, right? Uh, give or take, it's a it's a lot. So now there has to be. Uh, so and and, and just hold on, I'm getting with- a phone call from Sugar Man, and he's <laughs> no, he's like, "Oh, you need something to do with that money, baby." <laughs> Um, so look, this is going, this is a, for people who are, let's, so let's talk to the, the FC Cincinnati, uh, fans a little bit. Maybe they don't watch too much NYCFC. Maybe they don't, haven't seen Matarita play too much, uh, or you've seen him, uh, dominating your team you know, right. from time to time. Already uh, going to have the most swag <laughs> on the team. Uh, Matarita is a, uh, absolutely, uh, uh, very skilled, very technically skilled, uh, uh, he's a he's a left back. Yeah, and but he is one of those players that he reminds me a lot of like um, Bellerin a little bit, where it's like he's clearly not a forward, maybe not really a midfielder. He's he's a more defensive midfielder that likes to get forward, and he's a more attacking defender that likes to get forward. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He plays he is, somewhere in between the two. He's, he's not one back. or the other. He's a, in a three five two. That's his that's his position right there on the on the left. He'd be that's that's exactly what he's uh, best at. He is not. This is the and now. And this is why I think NYCFC were okay with letting him go, is because he has been a bit of a defensive liability in huge moments yeah. when they j- needed him to defend well. He has not done that, and mm-hmm. and I would say for the most part, he is he is incredibly reliable. Uh, 95% of the time he's he's reliable, but those 5%, he will let you down and you will never be able to forget. It's going to hurt. It's (laughs) going to hurt. And he's a great dude from all accounts. Everyone's going to miss him. Uh, he's a great dude. So FC Cincinnati, you got yourselves a a, a fun player for sure. Uh, but there will be moments where he frustrates you, you know? Yeah. Um, and and I remember when he first got, came to NYCFC, the big thing was like, Oh, Dortmund is interested in him. And then there were rumors that Barca wanted him, you know? So mm-hmm. maybe this is an opportunity for him to, like, sort of develop back to that point, you know? Yeah, look, I, I think this year, I, I, honestly, I think it's his, this year has been really good for him. He's been really good. Uh, NYCFC had a rough, you know, beginning of the season. And even at the, uh, you know, after the restart from the, the MLS's back tournament, he, I think he really stepped up and he, he improved a lot. He is such a, again, he is such a skilled uh, midfielder. Like he's not, he's a defender, but he's like, he has the, the technical ability of a midfielder and he has a, a great left foot and he puts passes uh, and crosses in in just a great spot. He has a couple assists uh, this season. Um, the problem I, is sometimes he plays midfielder like a defender and defends like a midfielder. That's the issue. Yeah, that is the issue. So uh, it's when he does that swapperoo, you're like, nah, <laughs> not right now. Look, and and the main one is the the the, the playoff game yeah. um, against Toronto in uh, at the end of uh, 2019. Um, 
that he really he 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 fouled um uh, Richie Larea in the box and and really just the game should have gone probably to extra time and uh and it was just a really dumb foul that um even Maxi Morales was like as soon as the foul happened he's like bro what are you yeah. doing why did you do that Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh so he's look he's made uh, a couple high profile mistakes but again uh he he's been with nycfc for what five seasons um since 2016 great, yeah great great player uh and FC, fc cincinnati if they can like sort out and figure out you know a couple issues that they have i think he's i think he's gonna be a good fit now what does nycfc do to replace a player like this now we're starting to think do they have younger players that can come up and, and well that was of- that to your point remember we we're talking about ring there's people there that we already know james sands you know what yeah. i mean yeah this one we're like hold up well- <laughs> <laughs> we ain't seen nobody in this position because there, there are i'm trying to think of um because Joe Scally would probably be the first person that comes to mind but right. he's going to Borussia much and glad yeah he's gone uh he's gone so there is there another academy kid that could can play that position like the 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 strength Do for, we have an Aronson brother that we can just throw <laughs> in? <laughs> Cuz NYCFC seems to develop great midfielders. Uh Justin Hawk, uh um you know, obviously James Sands, uh um there's a couple other guys Maybe that, Hawk is uh going to be developed more of as a left back. It's possible. It's possible. He, he certainly could be a winger. He, he well, I don't know if he could be a winger. I mean, he he pretty much plays. Oh, he's a, tall and fast. What do you I mean? No, no, no. But I'm saying the the position that he pretty much plays now is kind of defensive mid or just like that a, a part of the one of the three in in the midfield. Right. So I it might be asking him a lot to de- to defend and, and like you know, like a fullback. I, I, sure. don't, I, I could be wrong. I'm just saying, uh, but, but you well, know, you heard it, it here, folks, uh, first folks, Christian doesn't think he got it. You know, <laughs> this is just <laughs> why this is the motivation we're good, that he, he <laughs> we're good eyes of talent. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, we, did we, no, we didn't talk to him. We, we met, uh, we met Justin Hawk a bunch of times, but we, we didn't, um, we, we did that NYCFC event where he called in and he got to talk to fans and stuff like that. Yeah, so, it was dope. Uh, um, so hopefully we, we didn't do an episode of NYCFC at home uh, with him, but hopefully uh, maybe next season. Who knows? Uh, so but huge move, huge, huge move uh, for, for NYCFC. I'm, I'm um, fascinated to see what the roster is going to look like. But this, this is going to be a completely different team. Some of the fans think it's a rebuild. I don't think so. I think there's enough. I don't really think there is much of a rebuild in MLS. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Montreal fan, you're listening. If you're a Vancouver fan and you're listening, you're punching the air. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I, I sometimes forget Vancouver's in the league. But, um, yeah, I think in this in this situation, you've got enough allocation money where you can and probably need to bring one, even a big MLS name. It doesn't have to be an international superstar. Okay, so the other thing I I, I I almost forgot to talk about this, but um, uh, Christian Pavon, the the news reported out of uh, Argentina that he uh, has been notified that he will be going back to to Boca Junior and he will not be resigning with the LA Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, so people heard that. I, I you know I saw it online and I'm like, what? Is going on with? There's no way that the LA Galaxy are not doing everything they possibly can to keep Christian Pavon, who was their best player. Uh, it was an odd contract to begin with, right? Because it was like a loan with a promise to buy later. But like, yeah, it's like, so no, like, I guarantee it, you were going to buy. We just because of the rules, we have to loan you first. Yeah, it was like we'll give you, you know, thirty six dollars this year, right? But next year, <laughs> you hold that. Be- you know, you, know? you hold those two twenties. I need you to hand me four singles, <laughs> and then next year we'll give you yeah. the twelve million dollars. Also, you know? we're going to give you a loan of eleven million dollars right now. <laughs> You're going to have to pay back. You know, <laughs> okay, wink, wink. You, you know, know? <laughs> a payment of a penny a month is going to take you a while. But next year we're going to give you a lot of money, and don't worry about it. So, um, so that was the the initial reports, and and this LA Galaxy fans lost their minds because they were like, "What in the world are we were we were really bad with him? Why are you gonna? Why, right. What could possibly be the plan for twenty twenty one? 
Um, Especially keeping Chicharito, which doesn't look like it's really worked out too well, and getting rid of Pavon is not... That's like getting rid of the leg that doesn't have the issues. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they amputated the leg without the ACL injury. Right, you know right, right. I mean? <laughs> no, 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 no. I needed that one. Did you throw that's it out? One. <laughs> well, go to Argentina and get it back. <laughs> so, um, so that was the initial report, and now uh, we had an, an, uh, an update from uh, Tom Boger of uh, MLSsoccer.com. Uh, the homie Tom Boger, who I've uh, uh, I've, I've played uh, the, the the mustache. Uh, yeah, you, man. Some people know know him as, um, but he uh, I played uh, soccer with him. He's great. Uh, he says discussions between the LA Galaxy and Boca Juniors over a deal for Christian Pavon are still ongoing per source. Saga not done yet, uh, but it says Pavon's loan ends in a few days, uh, and and his uh, stats are thirteen games, fifteen uh, thirteen goals, fifteen assists in thirty three games in MLS. Had a twenty million dollar purchase option that the Galaxy aimed to negotiate down. So that seems to be the issue. They don't want to pay uh, the, the 20 mil, um, but he's a $20 million player. I don't yeah, know what else to by far. Really tell you. He's not the issue with the LA Galaxy. No, but I, I do think it hasn't worked out the way he, he would have hoped. They've struggled. Yeah. You know, he came here when Slotown was here. You know, it, it hasn't exactly worked out the way he would have hoped. And it yeah. kind of had a rough go of it. I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not, especially with Guillermo Barroscoloto being let go, uh, you got to yeah. think like, yeah, he probably not, doesn't really want to stick around and see what Greg Vanny could do. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's exactly what I was going to say next. It, it looks like uh, Greg Vanny, obviously, uh, after stepping down uh, from uh, Toronto FC, it looks like he's going to be going. Uh, that all the rumors suggest that he, we're just basically waiting for an announcement. Greg Vanny will be the the head coach of the LA Galaxy uh, for his former team. I think it'll be. It, it'll be the best move. I mean, he anything besides what was going on uh, in L.A. will, will be better. Uh, but people are also really upset with um, uh, Chris Klein, uh, the the GM, and, and they yeah. have a lot of issues. Um, there's a lot uh, of Klein out. There's a lot of that happening online. Yeah, there's uh, people are frustrated. The LA Galaxy are uh, they, they've been successful for so long. Are the LA Galaxy the New York Knicks of Major League Soccer? Is that what we? No, because they've mean- won in the last thirty <laughs> years. DC <laughs> is probably <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, Knicks have won once. Uh, I mean, twice. They, oh, that's right, twice. Thank so- you. The fact and it was that, way before either one of us were born. <laughs> the fact that um, they, uh, they, yeah, they, they've had so much uh, success in their history, and they, and it, and it wasn't long ago, right? And to go from, uh, you know, I was watching the Beckham effect the other day, um, and and to go from don't where, tell our listeners you watch porn. <laughs> 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 Whatever. My Beckham effect is my favorite category. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Thank God Pornhub uh, didn't take it away. <laughs> so uh but the fact that they've they they went from you know signing the the the, the biggest you know n- name in the game, especially at the time, mm-hmm. to to where they are now, it, it's it's really surreal. I mean, but also uh, the league is better now. You know, if sure. you're a big, if you're Beckham now, you're probably not picking the LA Galaxy. But but LA Galaxy had the resources to stay at the top. Yes, they knew they knew what was coming. They should have been able to. You, that you're 100 yeah. percent right. <laughs> but if you're Beckham now, what is the team you pick? Because it's oh, not LA Galaxy. Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Is it LAFC? Uh, is it Atlanta? Is it it's, somebody it's else? Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Maybe Minnesota. Maybe like the t- the, these teams with that that have a lot of like, uh, you know, Sounders, Timbers, like the teams that have like the support and and the success. That to me is like th- that. Those are the teams you want to go. Or do to. you say fuck the game and you go to Vancouver? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm about to run Canada. I, bro. I'm gonna <laughs> save your asses. <laughs> <laughs> so they um uh so yeah but obviously uh, uh, big big news. And the last thing I wanted to talk about uh, real quick was the. The news about Lionel Messi. Um, he says he, Messi. he his always was his plan to play in America. It was always his dream, I mean. And guess what? Let me tell you something. Me and Messi have a similar dream, okay? <laughs> okay. Who knew we had so much in common? <laughs> you know, we're practically <laughs> related. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Messi did another uh, interview. Who did he do the interview with? Was it Argentinian media or, or, or in Spain? I don't remember. I don't have no idea. Um, um, but he basically... 
they they pulled so many quotes uh, from this. Uh, but he the 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 interesting ones outside of the fact that he he um, has interest in playing in the in the United States. He has. He has. He said that, which is, is already all right. Look, you want to. You want. I love how you Amer- say he said that like an American. Like I'm not making this up. He I'm not said it. because <laughs> it came out of his mouth. Uh-huh. Okay? We didn't even he- have to pay him to say it, and <laughs> we would have. <laughs> okay, just for the engagement and the clicks. <laughs> oh I mean, my god! Totally, it's a worthy investment. Do you want to um, put it on your account or ours? It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, but the the interesting thing to me was that the it really shed more light about what's going on in Barcelona and and what um the the dude he's the free, front- he's a free transfer in. When people are listening to this, two days. Yeah, so the, I, I I thought he had to wait to the end of the year, but I, I guess you it's... can start to negotiate that uh, in January. Right, 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 right. bro. So, this is buckle your seatbelts, folks. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to have a good time. Uh, you know, Jay arguing. Sugarman, this is your moment. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's um, look the fact that he mentioned MLS. It, 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 wild uh that an interest in playing there insane um but he really shed more light on the fact that he he said it again he was like i was lied he said that i was lied to uh repeatedly by the by, by uh uh bartolomeo bartomeo bartomeo uh he said that Who's I was gone. Li- yeah so he's like just telling a report he's like he's airing man- it out he lied. He lied to me. Yeah. Oh, y'all he, want the tea? He pulled an Iggy <laughs> Azalea on, <laughs> on him. He's just been uh, uh, the the level of honesty is you're you're never this honest if you have any plans on continuing this relationship. You know what or, I mean? You or hope- also, he's what thirty four now. Like, you know, this is the end of his. This is his last big contract. So he's like, whatever. Now I get to be an asshole. You know, it's like you know how old people are just mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like, what are you going to say to them? They've already lived eighty years. That's him. He's an old man by you standards. Can't, you points. can't take nothing from me, right? Okay. I remember Dan Soder's old joke about how he went to um, an AA meeting and there was like a ninety-year-old man who was like, you know, oh, I'm here because I tried heroin, and like, and he was like, yeah, now's the time to do it. You know, I'm not even mad at you. Who made you come to rehab? <laughs> That's the abuse. That's the yeah. Only- <laughs> yeah, dude, you lived a whole life. Go for it. Um, so look, and, and Messi is 33 years old. He's going to be 34 in, in June next year. Um, dude, but- this is it. This is his big last contract. Now's the time where you air shit out. It's like, what are they going to hold over you? Yeah. And the whole world wants you. Do you think he can, he can win a Ballon d'Or in MLS? Do you think that's a possibility? Do you think any MLS no. player could win in a Ballon d'Or in the next 20 years? No. Not even possible. Maybe <laughs> at the end of the 20 years, if things go <laughs> perfect to plan. Yeah, uh, but like, no, no, like only because many, you have but to. What if he puts the same numbers? What if he scores? It wouldn't matter because he's doing goals, it against a MLS. Season. Really? Also, yeah, and also Champions League. There's no comparable to Concacaf uh, right. Champions League, which is so much more difficult. He'll never be able to do. <laughs> no, there's obviously UEFA Champions League is a much higher. It's kind of what you have to show. You're great in Champions League as well as yeah, the club like the your your domestic league in order to get to Ballon d'Or level. Okay. Uh, we'll see. I mean, this is, um, if, if so, basically in the next couple of days, we could, we could hear about an agreement that Messi will be joining some other team. And obviously it looks like it's going to be PSG, but if that doesn't happen, not city, you don't think it's going to be Manchester. Well, that's the thing. It looks like everything's leaning towards PSG right now. If you look at the betting lines, everyone thinks PSG's essentially a lock. Because he's been he's been talking about Neymar like like a like a old flame. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He talks yeah. about him like they will they will never high be high school sweethearts. An, another you know what I mean? man. <laughs> yeah. that, you know, I'm like, yo, what is going on? Did yeah. you, have, you guys have a history. You know, what I mean? <laughs> is there like, something they, we don't know about? Because <laughs> you, yo, it's 2021. You know, <laughs> yo, fam, let it out. <laughs> you know? live, live your life, live your truth. Damn, yo, be happy, dog. <laughs> Uh, but man, yeah. So look, it, it'll be uh, interesting. I think the next, um, you know, it's it, it's pretty much looking like he is not going to be with Barcelona uh, at, at the beginning of next season. That's that we we feel like we're we're pretty confident in saying that. I'm kind so of excited to see what he does next. I don't think it's going to yeah. be Jordan at the Wizards. I don't think it's going to be Pele at the Cosmos. I think it's going to be exciting. I think he's got. I think he's got like at at that level, maybe two years left. If he goes just two years at City and comes to MLS for. Another two, three years. I think he'll be great. He's yeah. in great physical condition. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he's a, a legend. I mean, he's gonna. He still. Ha- he still hasn't looked like. Um, you know, is he making the same 
you know, 80-yard runs that he used to. No. No. But- He's making like forty yard runs. Well, if he plays for he plays at Yankee Stadium at max, it's forty yard (laughs) run, right? Okay, look, you're at home plate in a heartbeat, buddy. You'll be fine. (laughs) Go around the bases, my G. You do whatever you want. Oh man. Uh, So look, uh, uh, a lot. um, You know, there's 2021. It's especially for the soccer world, uh, for the Cooligans. It's still going to be very, very exciting. There's still a bunch of fun things we're going to be doing on on Fubo TV. Horrific. Perfect year, but what was your favorite moment? Do you have a favorite moment of 2020? A favorite moment, just outside of any, like just in any, with our show, anything with that had to do with Cooligans. Anything with Cooligans? I want to say it was the Costa Rica trip. It doesn't feel like it was 2020. It feels like it was like in 2015 at this point. Yeah, I mean. The, and I didn't want to go. I didn't. I was like, "Why are we going?" It's, you know, no, we're wasting money. A, you were right. You were. I give you all the credit in the world. It was a good decision. Yeah, it was. A good, I think it. It did two things. I think it. 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 Um. It was just a, like a good experience, but it was also like, I think from some uh, in a strange way, NYCFC were like, "Oh, these guys are not just total idiots." Oh no, They're I like. They I really. Can't. I said this the other day to to somebody else. I was like, I think that's the moment that solidified. At least in the minds of some of the new folks that are there, they, that started that year. They're like, "Oh, yeah. these guys aren't." They're not jokes. They're, they yeah, put their yeah. own money to come see yeah. this team play in Costa Rica. Maybe we should do something with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I would say um, the – and this is very much like in hindsight, but really the, the, the trip to uh, Baltimore – where it was we really the last time we got to hang out with Daryl and uh, Audi Field was last year, but yeah, 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 uh, and and so you know it, it, it makes me appreciate that time even more because every time we did, uh, a, that's a, right, we a, went to that Mexican restaurant. We were just yeah, hanging around yeah. with them, and we yeah, they were at the the show, the the ISC show, yeah, and, uh, and everything in that like Polish that, so. uh, room, and yeah, you know, he was Daryl's one of those people that would always like not give you notes on your comedy, but he would notice things. About your performance that typically only comedians and Taylor yeah. does the same thing, but I think it's because they were with us for so long. But he was like, when that person in the other room said, yelled during a song, he's like, I saw the look in your eyes. He's like, I knew you were going to say something funny. Like, you know what I mean? Like you could see it. He, he, he got what we went through and it was, yeah. uh, it was really cool. Yeah. I'm really glad we got to spend that time with him. Very much so. So, uh, look, we uh, will keep going. Uh, oh, and just a, an update for the people uh, who, who who picked up a, a, a patch. Uh, a hello and welcome patch. The patches have started uh, shipping out. Uh, we've mentioned this several times. Just so people sometimes message us and they don't hear this, but whatever. If you uh, have not listened to many uh, of the shows before, we've got we were just absolutely bombarded with so many orders, and it's just uh, the pre order took a, a, a lot longer. Right. We thought it was we... going to be three hundred. We sold five times that. <laughs> so <laughs> we got so many uh, orders. So, but everyone, thank you. everyone, and uh, you know everyone who's asked. They completely. Uh, it's have been very understood. respectful. No one's gone yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we um, want to make sure people know that it is coming. Yeah, they are on the way. Uh, so uh, thank you, everyone, uh, for joining us in this absolutely insane, insane year. We've tried to make the most of it. We've tried to make you laugh. We've tried to help you stay, uh, uh, you know, connected to uh, to the soccer world in in a different way that 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 some other shows that are simply more journalistic. Uh, you know, and and this year has been one of the ones where. At the beginning uh, of the pandemic, we really were in a place where we were like, we don't know what we're going to be doing. We don't know if we're going to still have jobs. We don't know if we're going to still be able to even do this. Like, are we going to have to, like, figure out some other ways to make money while, uh, you know, just to just essentially just to survive? Because who, who cares about soccer yuck yucks? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and, and we have found a, a community that does care about soccer yuck yucks. And uh, so we, we thank you. We are, and we are very, very grateful. Yeah, and uh, look, I mean, you've you everyone listening has been through a lot this year, but let's look at the positives. There's a vaccine that's coming, and we got rid of the fucking Cheeto. Okay, we got rid of the horrific <laughs> Cheeto in office. Uh, and if you're listening and you're a fan of the guy, I don't know how, why you're still listening to this because we shit on him all the time. But like at least that, let's look at it as a positive going into 2021. Hopefully this this hell ride is over, and at least we know January 20th starts something new. And hey. There's all the messy news that's going to come. So let's just sit back and watch.
Yeah, and, and, and in 2020, the news was just messy. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's, yeah. just a little, it's a little different now. Yeah. Uh, so look, uh, all we can say is happy new year. Try to, uh, try to have the happiest possible new year in a safe environment, outdoors, masked up. Uh, Take again, care of yourselves, please. Don't catch this shit. Even if you will get better from it, don't catch it. it and if you brutal. don't believe, if you don't want to hear that, just know that one of the side effects is erectile dysfunction. Okay, so <laughs> okay, and then the, and the ladies are like, "Oh no, you know <laughs> no!" <what I> mean? <laughs> Can only imagine. No, that's everyone who comes around you. So, <laughs> um, so look, yes, yeah, stay safe uh, and and have a, a good uh, you know new year. Hopefully, twenty twenty one is uh, is in, improved uh, and people are safe and people are working and and and, and fed uh, and housed and, and and anything that you know uh, you might be struggling with. So, uh, everybody, thank you so much for joining us uh, this year. Uh, a lot to look forward to uh, in, in 2021. So let's uh, let's keep going. We love All you right. guys. Uh, with that said, my name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. And together, what are we? The Cool.